You're listening to the County Live podcast with me, Martin Johnston, over here. And me, Christopher Ridgway, over here. Firstly, just to remind everybody that this year our sponsor is the Spinning Top on the A6 in uh, in Stockport, and there's a very good reason for that. There's a multitude of reasons for that. There's a multitude of reasons. The fact that they show such support for live music, such support for great beers, craft beers, uh, guest ales, lagers, uh, foreign beers, anything a drinking person uh, would be interested in partaking in. Perfectly located, and you're not going to want to miss this, Martin. Stick around after the interview. News of a very, very special event the Spinning Top are going to be hosting for us uh, in a few weeks. County fans are going to... I'm a county fan and it's got me excited. I cannot wait to spill the beans on this one. Yeah, Spinning Top on the A6, of course. So a great place for a pre-match or post-match pint. And they often play out the game commentary live as well. So yeah, get yourself on down there and we'll tell you about the live event very soon. The cake that is... The cake that is the Jim Gannon interview... It's the only place you can get this cake every week. Yes. Do you want to keep carrying on with this metaphor? Yes, it But has. we've got lots of hashtag content to hashtag be icing on the cake for we this have, week. We have podcast. hashtag icing mm. on this cake. It's lovely. It's a little cherry on top. This week, Martin, let me tell you what is in store after said Jim Gannon interview. We've got a piece with Blossoms. You know that band that, that are doing band. quite good from Stockport? Yeah, yeah. We've got a couple of pieces with them. We've got an interview that is very professional. Uh, an introduction from one of them that was meant to sound professional, but we'll need a little bit of work in the edit studio first. Uh, we also have our big announcement to make. There is player news from a Stockport County front of ins and outs to come after the interview. So, hashtag content, I think you said a moment ago, the bucket floweth over. Stick around for that, but first, here's Jim's, uh, Jim's here's Chris's weekly interview with County Manager Jim Gannon. Jim, it's Thursday evening, we've just finished training. Uh, let's have a look back, first of all, Altrincham at the weekend. Slow first half, excellent second half, and County through in the uh, through in the FA Cup. Yeah, it was brilliant. I and mean, obviously, at the end of the, the game, we wanted to be in the in the next round of the cup. Um, uh, it was a disappointing start. I thought it, it wasn't so much that we didn't get to grips with them, but we never really got to grips with the ball. Uh, we tended to give it away, and uh, we looked disjointed. And I think we needed to relax and settle down and play with a little bit more confidence. And when we did that, it became a, a good footballing match. And as the game went on. I think uh, we looked a very solid, assured team, and uh, in the end, it was, uh, you know, given that we had a, a good goal disallowed and a penalty shout turned down, it could have been a very comfortable afternoon. But really pleased with a, what was a professional two-nil win. Does it give you confidence that against Altrincham, who were a good side, they you know they came well prepared. County were able to get stronger and stronger as the game went on. They took the lead in the first half, and okay, you know. Altrincham would, have, would maybe have argued it was against the runner play but in the second half there was no doubt about it County learned what they were up against and they got stronger as the game went on um, Yeah I thought um, we, we've upped the tempo in training I've talked about uh, the, the training schedule that we've put in place uh, obviously we were disappointed with the, the first 10 games of the season and we felt we needed to add a little bit of quality to the team but more importantly to get everybody to move to another level in terms of fitness um, intensity and work rate in games and I think we're starting to see that now in games and it's starting to not only show but pay off in games and I thought that um, a few people commented on that and I thought we did look fit and we we worked hard and um, like I said uh, it, it, it was a very strong performance in, in the second half 
the same way it was against Corby. Um, and like I said, uh, we'll be looking forward to, to, to the same again on Saturday. The FA Cup draw happened then and Yeovil Town with the name out the hat, although it might not have been the first name read out by the, the host, but it is Yeovil away. I imagine the fans and players see it very differently. A few fans lamenting the trip, if you like, but a few players, I'm sure it'd be just what they wanted. I think the, the players would be excited by the, the prospect of playing at league ground against a league team because, you know, they obviously want to see what that, that world's all about. Some of them are not used to that. Uh, I, I was disappointed for the, for the fans because I wanted the local... I wanted a, either a local tie or a home tie, so as many of our fans as possible could get to see the, you know, the first round of the FA Cup proper. Um, but when you look at the um, the amount of teams in it from the first and second division, the amount of Southern Conference sides and uh, Conference South teams, um, there was a chance of always having a tricky away tie somewhere in uh, a difficult place to get to, and um, and Somerset is one of those places. But um, it was just kind of strange because as I was writing my programme notes at the time of it, I was kind of lamenting about 10 years ago, um, um, Carl Baker being with us, who's coming on Saturday. And um, and Carl Baker played in the team that, uh, Stockport County team that played Yeovil away 10 years ago on the very same weekend. And uh, we got a credible draw down there and brought them back to our place and won. So uh, let's hope history repeats itself. Do you think maybe if the if the players are trying to get into your plans for that game, the league games leading up to that, of course, Nuneaton and, and Chorley to come as well. Chorley got off to a flying start this season. Does that make County a tougher prospect? Those players, they want to be involved in the big game against Yeovil, so they're going to maybe put an extra 10% in the league games, or does it does it not work like that? I don't know. You'd have to ask the players that. I think the uh, the intensity in training has been brilliant um, uh, this week again. Um, and I, I think everybody's just fighting hard for their... Um, uh, their shirt. I mean, uh, kind of was interesting uh, the last week or two. Um, the the reserves is such, you know, the the bibbed up players have um, beaten the first team in training quite a lot. So uh, maybe our first team lads are probably feeling the fatigue and and saving themselves for Saturday. But the intensity of the players who want to get into the team has definitely gone up a notch. You know, when you got the likes of Niall Bell, Connor De Mayo, um, Jordan Keane, Dan Cowan, uh, really good players and could easily be in the start in 11 so real real tough um, environment at the moment for everybody and they're all fighting hard so I think we've got like you said uh, three very important games on Eton Chorley and Curzon away before we play in the league and I think what we'd all like is to to maximise the points we can pick in those three games because when we head into that weekend when other teams are playing the league we want to make sure that we're in a we've consolidated uh, you know hopefully a top 10 maybe a, a playoff position before then it looks a very positive vibe around the camp at the moment and there's talks of contracts of players coming in and, and maybe going away on loan for a while. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously we were conscious um, of trying to secure um, Jamie Stop for a further period and, um, you know, it looks like a deal's in place for Jamie to stay with us the 6th of January. Uh, so he's in line with Elliot Osborne to stay here until after Christmas. Um, obviously both clubs will have a 24-hour recall on them, but at the moment those players don't seem to be in the uh, the parent club's plans. Um um, and with that in mind, obviously, from our perspective, um, given the strength of the first team and how we're playing, it's very hard to break up a winning team. So I've left. I'm going to let Jake Kirby stay at Warrington. He's really enjoying himself there. I went to watch him on Tuesday night in a replay. Tough game for him and Warrington. Um, but I, I think he wants to continue playing and, until he's needed to go straight into our team. So, uh, again, he'll be on a 24-hour recall for us. 
And um, the other little bit of news is that um, Chris Small has not played for six games uh, now, so we're conscious of making sure that he stays match fit. So we're just in the process of arranging a loan for him. And it's, uh, he's been training with Staley Bridge tonight. And if the paperwork all gets processed, he'll be signing and uh, playing for them on Saturday. So uh, it's really important to get him out playing because obviously, um, again, like Jake, that uh, should the, the need arise, we want a fully fit um, player who's ready to go um, should we need um, Jake or Chris Smalley. Let's talk about Nuneaton on Saturday. They're a team who, if we put it mildly, are going through their own troubles at the moment. Does that make them a bit wary? I think we've got to look at the Hereford game and say, well, you know, just, just because a team's on a bad run, that at some point they're going to tough it out and try and make it difficult um, and, and, and make it hard for teams to beat them. And I think on the back of a 6-0 win, you, you often get a, a, a big reaction. Um, you know, from the information from the Bradford game, I don't think it was that kind of game. It was very nip and tuck early on. Uh, Bradford scored a couple of good goals and then uh, no need to make three signs to get back in the game. The keeper gets sent off. So, and then becomes a bit of a farce, you know, down to 10 men, an outfield player in goal. Um, so, but, you know, they, they've, They've got a couple of decent wins on the travel, Nuneaton. They've got um, some good young professionals there. They, you know, they are full-time and they've got sort of, uh, some league players playing with them. So they've got something about them. Uh, what we need to do is make sure that, um, that we contain that and uh, just be as relentless and strong as we have in the last couple of games and keep pushing hard uh, to win this game because um, I think the expectation for everybody is that we, we um, make it a really tough day for them um, I feel sorry for them in terms of their ownership and the financial issues, but ultimately um, we're in the business of making sure that we get another three points and, and, and keep working our way up that league table. Of course, following that game in quick succession is tabletop in Chorley. What are your views on that game? Uh, to be honest with you, I haven't thought too much about it. I've been so uh, focused on non-eaten. Um, the Chorley game will take on its own significance after Saturday. Um um, they've done great, uh, very resilient side. Um, you know, they've had the, the benefits of, of not having any pretension to, to be any more than a part-time side. So they've kept the squad together and gone about the business the same way they finished last year. Um, so credit to them because they've, um, they've certainly, the one or two players they've added give them a little bit of quality. Um, but, they, you know, the, the, the system of play and the, the defence make sure that they, they've got lots of clean sheets and, and are, are going to be a tough team to beat. But, from our perspective, it's all about us um, just uh, doing the business on Saturday and then dusting ourselves down and looking forward to the Chorley game as a real challenge and real test for us to see whether we're capable of beating the top sides. Is it easy for you to, to maintain your focus on the league for yourself and the players? The fact that the, the talk of the week, if you like, has been Yeovil in the Cup and obviously Altrincham last weekend, it's all FA Cup. Now it's back to league. Is it easy for you to align focus if you like or do you have to keep reminding players this is what's on the agenda this week it's, it's not Man United or Liverpool we're playing in three weeks so um, I think most of our players are just yeah it's Yeovil and it's um, a game that we've got coming up but I think uh, you know when we turn up on Saturday we you know everything that we've done on Monday Tuesday and Wednesday has been we've talked about Nuneaton and not Yeovil we've talked about what Nuneaton do on set plays what Nuneaton's game plan will be and how we're going to go about trying to beat them Um so, um, you know, look, there's going to be other fans that distract players with little comments and that. And that's part of the excitement of um, being in the FA Cup and, and enjoying that side of it. But um, but we're back to business of um, league points on Saturday. Um, and I think as as the weeks tick by, then obviously we can get excited about the Oval game. 
you know, an overnight trip for the lads and, um, you know, a handful of Hardy fans gone down there to really enjoy themselves. And there's something to look forward to, but what I'm looking forward to is Saturday and just seeing the lads come back out in Italy and, and trying to extend that unbeaten run and uh, maximise the points and, and, and put ourselves in a position that if we beat Chorley, we can strike into the playoffs and if we beat Curzon, that we can consolidate ourselves there. And if we do that and go to Yeovil, we can really enjoy ourselves knowing that uh, everything's on track in terms of league performance as well. Looking forward to it, Jim. All the best for Saturday. Thanks so much. So, Chris, first of all, before we uh, pick the bones out of that interview and uh, we've got some news on a player, you did an interview with the Blossoms, lads. We did an interview uh, with the Blossoms. This is this is not an exclusive um, because we brought the, the guys on the radio. Obviously, the, the Blossoms sponsored the game last week, uh, Stockport County against Altrincham in the Cup which was a great game and one we'll pick over uh, in just a few moments' time. But before the game, the Blossoms lad joined us on the radio on Imagine FM. 104.9 Imagine FM, this is Stockport County Live. It's FA Cup action here at Edgerley Park today. Delighted to say we're joined on the radio by Joe Donovan, Tom Ogden uh, and Charlie Salter of Blossoms. We're just doing a quick photograph. Good <laughs> boys. Uh, very good afternoon to you. Of course, the FA Cup action is here today, but the talk of the town has been Blossoms coming to Edgerley. Yeah, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? I mean, I think I don't, I don't even. I'm a bit speechless. Do you know what I mean? I, for words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something we've always wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? Was play here, and we said it sort of jokingly when we first started out. Like, imagine doing a gig here because never been a gig here before. So for us to actually sort of do it and sell it out so fast was. I mean, we're absolutely buzzing with it. Do you know what I mean? One of the one of the, the buzzwords, if you like, whenever we see you guys on tour, wherever it is, we always say we're blossoms. We're from Stockport. We're, you're you're really proud of where you're from, aren't you? Even uh, even in Tokyo, isn't it, Tom? We're Blossoms from Stockport. <laughs> yeah. kind of started out as a joke, if you know what I mean. Like, just kind of, I always said it, and then I fa- kind of realised, I found myself saying it over and over again. I was like, this is kind of becoming a bit, is that, am I saying it too much? But then, obviously, like, when you're in Tokyo and places like that, they don't know. I know you keep tabs on the football. What about the occasion today? I mean, it's um, it's a big match, this one, isn't it? Yeah, it's always an exciting uh exciting day in an FA Cup game yeah. and especially because you know they're not an underdog this side are they there's only two two places separating the two teams so should be very exciting looking forward to it good stuff uh, and hopefully uh, you boys being here will bring us some luck and were you amazed at how quickly the tickets went the other day I mean people were telling me they, they'd logged on and half an hour later the things are sell out I mean yeah. it, the, 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 the appetite for this gig is unbelievable isn't it I mean yeah it's like I think we expected it to sell out as fast did as did you not? Did. We were confident that we could sell it out, but I kind of think I think it went in like 20 minutes, yeah. which is kind of surreal, do you know what I mean? Um, we've been fans of bands growing up and we've tried to get tickets for them bands and you know it sells out and oh, you were the one of the people who got the tickets like Oasis at Heaton Park and stuff. So for us to be that band for, for people is kind of surreal, but Fantastic. great at the same time. Just uh, just very quickly, lads, give us a prediction for today. 2-1 County. Yeah, I've gone with that, yeah. Tom? 2-0 County. Charlie? 2-1 County. You're all on the right side of the fence. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's, Fitz, what's Fitzy reckon? What's he saying? Fitzy, always, he always goes for daft, co- daft scores, <laughs> doesn't he? 7-0. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll settle for one today, I think. Brilliant. Lads, bless you. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day. Tom's legend. Thank you so much. All the best. Cheers, Tom. See you now. Charlie, Cheers, all the best. Thank lads. you. Blossoms, join us on 104.9 Imagine FM for Stockport County Live. That's the magic of the FA Cup. Brilliant, and it, and it really is great to hear uh, Blossom's always putting so much support into the club and into the town. And 
you know, they, they have genuinely brought attention to the town and fair play to them for sticking to their guns on that one. Do you know, some people ask us, obviously, having worked in the radio for so long, we've obviously become quite friendly with the guys over the years, interviewed them on far too many occasions. Of course, they were in our film as well, so um, worked quite closely with the lads. Um, so many people in Stockport ask what they're what they like, what they what they about, what you know, are they okay? Does it has it gone to their heads? And if I'm honest, no, they they are lads who are thoroughly enjoying the experience that is happening to them and it has happened to them over the last couple of years. I think they're there to stay on the big stage, and um, but like you say, they've always got time for the people who helped them. You know, I'm not saying we helped them, but um, the the people that were there when they weren't as big as they are now. Um, it gave me great pleasure to give a couple of the Blossoms lads their first ever play on the radio. Um, so to see where they are now is fantastic, and they'll always be welcome on the show. And I think they will always be willing participants on the show. Yeah, we we both uh, had separate shows on Pure back in the day, and uh, you know they both did stuff for us, and, and they were always happy to do it. And as you say, even now, what you see is what you get. They're, they're nice lads, and and they've got one of the reasons they've got where they are is because they've listened to people who know what they're talking about. Uh, in terms of producers and and stuff like that, and they've got great tunes and they work really really hard. So they dress a little bit better now as well. Yeah, a few stylists. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. It's not how I would dress, you know. But you know, I'm I'm a 55 year old man. You know, I'm about to be a granddad. But you are. You know. Congratulations, by <laughs> the way. Thank like, you very much. Congratulations. Yeah, on, uh, it's very on, exciting. On the news. They have some granddad elements to the, but they kind of mix it up a bit. Does so. that give this show a bit of a, a unique dynamic? In that you have a granddad to be picking over the football, sitting alongside a hash, uh, a dashing, handsome <laughs> teenager plus a little bit. <laughs> Where is he? We'll we'll get we'll get him in in a minute. And we'll, but uh, yeah, so uh, so do you want to? We've got some playing news. Before, yeah, let's, before we pick over Jim's interview. So so Jim alluded to it in his interview. There, um, it looks like I, I can't be the one to break the news yet because the news hasn't been fully confirmed. But it looks like. Jamie Stott will be staying with the club uh, until January. Uh, it looks like Jake Kirby will be staying out on loan at Warrington for another month. And it looks like Chris Morley's going to go and do some time at Staley Bridge. I think all three are clever moves. Jamie Stott has been fantastic. It is no slant on Chris Smalley that he has not been able to get in the squad. People were talking about Jamie Stott as the John Stones of non-league or the Franz Beckenbauer run that he went on at the weekend when he took past half the Altrincham team. He is that good a player. And I think you look at certain centre-backs in the world of football and how they can improve the team as a whole. Um, you look at the likes of Virgil van Dijk at Liverpool or you look at Rio Ferdinand when he was in his pomp. And he was that kind of player that, that just brings his whole calmness. He's good in both boxes. Uh, he, he's just such a staple to the team. And the fact is he's down to earth. You know, he's played in the league, he knows what it's about, the lads want to learn from him, and he's happy to give that experience out, and it radiates throughout the team. County look a better side with him in it, so to have him on loan until January is very, very positive news. Indeed, and and Smalley's, you know, not far, so he can, you know, who knows what the training arrangements will be, but he's, he's you know, he's getting minutes in his legs at a decent competitive le level, so, you know... Nothing wrong with that either. Shouldn't be overlooked as well, if, my, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's, he's going to be playing with Michael Clark, who's now at Staley Bridge. So there's an experience level there that he can slot straight into the side. Uh, Jim mentioned there in the interview, he's got a 24-hour recall on his players, on Chris and on um, <clears throat> and on Jake. So if they are needed because of uh, hook or by crook or whatever, 
then we'll get him back, and that's not a problem there. Um, so I think it's a positive move. I think it's a smart move by the gaffer. You don't want a player, even if they are as good as Jake Kirby or Chris Morley, sitting on the bench. You, you don't. So get them out. Get, like you say, get some minutes in the legs. Clever move. And Jake's gone to a good club as well. They're improving all the time, year on year. You can see them you know, getting to, to this level uh, quite soon, the, the way they've, they've been improving. So a good club for him to be at as well. Yeah, uh, and he's very much enjoying his time at Warrington. Obviously, they've got their own Stockport County connections. Uh, the fact that they've got Josh Amos, Bowen Dixon in the squad there, you know, all right, Jake wasn't in the club at the same time as them, but there's that Stockport feel to it. So he can slot in. Um, I know Jim stays very close with Jake, speaks to him on a regular basis. So it's no big news, him staying out for another month. I think Darren Stevenson has improved in recent weeks. So you might as well bring Jake back when he's going to go straight into the team. If you know if he if he's not going to go straight back into the team, let him stay out for another month. Let him carry on getting fitter because he d- he did have a fitness issue that he needed to work out, um, and now he's getting that back. Let let just let it carry on. There's there's no rush whatsoever. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So not amazing um, team use, but just all all good all positives. It's positives because we're, you know this is where we should pick up the game last Saturday. Um, for me, kind of typified the whole season. Um, did the game on Saturday we didn't start great um, and with the exception of the FC United game on the, on day one seems to be a feature I mean you know finish what you're saying but I'd like to come back and pick up on that and discuss why we're not starting games well well it has been a bit of a running theme that we, we only do well for spells of a game we either start really well and then tail off or we don't start so great and then finish stronger it's an interesting one and it's it's one I'm not sure I'm probably qualified to speak about. I don't really know the science behind it. But the game on Saturday, I thought, was, was it kind of summed up County's whole season. If you take away that 5-1 against FC United, uh, it wasn't a great start, really. Um, so County went 1-0 up in the first half against Alti. Didn't really deserve it, if we're going to be honest. Uh, but Frank Mulhern did what good strikers do. He was in the right place at the right time just to poke it home. The second half different outfit completely completely game changed County go through the gears and you think should have had a penalty maybe should have had a, a goal Was it should it have been disallowed John Kieran says it should I said it shouldn't we don't know it's one of those um, but you could have been looking at a 4 or 5 nil. and I think County despite the disappointing draw against Hereford which wasn't a loss um, they've looked really really good in recent weeks you know, you you look at South Shields, really, really good. Corby, really, really good. Um, Telford away, really, really good. So <clears throat> it, they are turning it on. They are getting stronger. Elliot Osborne, Jamie Stott have made that stronger. And the fact that Alty just could not keep up shows that County were a level above them. And that's what we wanted to say. This time last week, we were saying County need to prove that. And yeah, they absolutely. Did. They we, did. We were asking for all those things. We were asking for good performances. Asking for, you know, we said, yeah, let's get around. Let's get through to the next round of the cup, but let's get a few goals on because we're missing goals. So yeah, as you say, you know, sorted out a few. Were the heads in the wrong place? Did they approach it wrong? Were they? Was it ever? Was it a bit of a strange setup? I don't know. Was it a strange setup that they had to get used to? Was that one of the things? I, I, it, it's beyond me. I mean, I, you know, I speak to Jim, you know, fairly, fairly regularly well, every week. Um, speak to the players fairly regularly, but there is the the, the, the sensitive information, if you like. I'm not privy to at all. You know, the, the 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 lads obviously, what gets what stays in training and on the pitch stays on the pitch. So, um, for me, it's it's just a case of taking it in like anybody else. And 
there was clearly something not right. But Jim mentioned a few weeks back in his interview that he was taking a different approach to training. He was trying different things. Um, and it's starting to bear fruit. Um, the, the fact that the performance levels have gone up so much. Hereford was a little blip, if we're being honest. But if you look at that game, County dominated it. It just The ball wouldn't go over the line. So the form is there now. I think, and, and that probably has played a part in the decision to let Jake Kirby stay out and Chris Smalley stay out because this is probably now Jim's favourite eleven. Yeah, he's not looking now to solve any problems. He's looking for them to get out there and just do what they've been told in training, get the link-ups right, get the, you know, get the learning right, and then go out and solve the problems that you face on the pitch. But because you're getting in a settled side, you should be able to do that. And as you say, you know, the performance level is now getting up there. So go out and prove that you are what you were at the start of the season, the favourites to win this league. It makes you exciting again. I see, <clears throat> I, th- I think Chorley, hats off to them for, for being undefeated this far in the season. Um, I do think they were helped by having a, a much more cushioned start than County did. Um, but that'll only get you so far. But if And, and I've written this in the, in the notes for the programme on the, on the night of the game. Um, I don't think they'll fancy even if they even if they don't lose on Saturday. I don't think they'll fancy coming to Edgeley Park because County now are in a little bit of a bouncing form. There is that positivity that comes with the win against Alty and new play, you know, the new contract for Jamie Stott. But County, which we'll speak about in a sec, have just been drawn against a league club in Yeovil away. When that draw comes out, the fans roll their eyes. They're not happy. Oh, it's a massive trip to some. Some will be, but by and large, a lot of fans aren't going to go. The players, on the other hand, brilliant. You know, it's going to be a great trip. It's why he became a footballer. You go and spend the night away somewhere. You play against a league club. They're going to want to be in the decent gaffers. crowd. Exactly. They're going to want to be in the manager's plans. That's exactly what they want. So, if you're a Nuneaton or a Chorley or a Curzon, who we play in between now and then, you're the teams who I want to I want to prove myself against. So, Chorley, you know, they can they can walk around with their chest puffed out at the moment, and they've earned that right. But they won't, in the back of their mind, they won't. I don't think they'll revel the fact that they've got to come to Edgeley on a Tuesday evening. Yeah, we talk about momentum a lot, and they have got that. And fair play to them, as you say. You know, they've done well to be where they are, and they're going to be a challenge for anybody. And, you know, the chances of them being in the playoffs are really, really high. But there's a lot of football to be played. So, sticking with the FA Cup game, the Oval um, next in the Cup, and the, the rewards again after that become even more exciting. If we can get past Yeovil, um, I think I see you too easy. You are quite confident <clears throat> about getting past Yeovil. Yeah, I, <clears throat> you have to be confident. I mean, um, at, the, at the end of the day, there is no. There was, I was at training tonight, and there was no player there who was going. Oh well, we had a good run. You know, at least we'll get a night out out of it. There was none of that. You know, they were going there and saying, "What just beat a league club." You know, even the staff, even the staff behind the scenes, thinking, "Let's go and show what we can do." Yeovil, it's worth remembering, um, they're on a bit of a, they're not on, on a great run. You know, they, 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 I think they've not won in five games or something. So, um, and I saw their fans tweeting. You know, I, I made sure I checked what what Yeovil fans were saying, and they were saying, "Send the kids out. We've got this in the bag." <laughs> well, let's hope the players yeah, adopt yeah, that mindset yeah. because let me tell you, okay, players like Matty Warburton. Players like Elliot Osborne, players like Jamie Stott, Sam Minahan, um, you know, our goal getters, Frank Mulhern, Niall Bell, Connor DeMeo, these are not players that are in flying quotes, non league players. They are, I mean they're playing at this level, but non league has improved a hell of a lot 
uh, you know, and County a testament to that. They can see that firsthand. And if if fans or players of League Two clubs struggling in League Two clubs will look at that and see it and see it's an easy draw, then they're in for a bit of a shock. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to relish being on the slope, the famous slope at Huish Park. Yeah. Um, so before we move move off uh, the uh, the FA Cup, then who was Deman in that in that performance? Well, I mean, you you really could go. There, there was any number of players. It, it was a real real team performance. But I'm going to have to go with Jamie Stott. Um, so impressed with the kid since he's come back in. Franz um, Franz Stott. Well, Franz Stott. I mean, Franz Beckenstott. Yeah, the, there you go. The, that run that he went on, where he took it round half the team. You know, he slipped a lovely through ball through to Matty Warburton, uh, who himself could have got the uh, heralded Daman Award. Um, you know, for me, Jamie Stott. He's a rock at the back. He's a force when corners are coming in up the other end and he can travel the ball and he makes things happen. His ability to thread a pass for a centre-half at this level is just ridiculous. So um, I foresee it becoming a regular occurrence. Now we've got him uh, for a couple more months um, that he will be the man, I think, in a few more weeks, uh, in a few more shows to come. Uh, so on to uh, Saturday then. You talk there about you know this... Jim kind of knows what his best 11 is, or you know, maybe his best 12 13. Yeah, um, what do you see Saturday? An unchanged side, probably. Probably, I think. Um, still, the only real kind of question mark was between Sam Minahan and Dan Cowan at right back. I think Sam hasn't done anything wrong, so I think he'll he'll keep that slot. Um, you look up front, did you go Nile Bell or, or Frank Mulhern? Both doing okay at the moment, Frank Mulhern. Didn't start the game too well. Realised he didn't start the game too well. Got his goal and finished it very strongly. So I, I don't really think we'll see any changes there. As so to my knowledge, there's no knocks, no injuries. So um, uh, for me, it's got to be the same eleven. Yeah, I mean, it could be down to the opposition. As you know, I'm always I'm a big Sam Minahan fan. But also, the you know the times I've been to Edgley Park over the last few years, Dan Cowan's really impressed me as well. He's quite a classy footballer. So you have that kind of, kind of calmness and that you know that mopping up kind of ability against the, you know the the, the just that ability to and the power of Minahan. So it might depend on what what they think you know the opposition are going to line up like. No need to know a team in trouble. If we're going to be honest, uh, you don't want to look past an opponent. County should be winning this comfortably. No need to know in a mess off the pitch. Um, I was seeing things this week about fans showing up to give them money because. They just, they're, they're, I don't know what's going on with their owners. Um, no one likes to hear that about any club. No, no. nowhere near qualified enough to speak about it. But um, it's a mess, and um, county should really take full advantage of it. And so, who will you be keeping an eye on then? Who's going to be your one to watch? I think, I think I'm going to keep an eye on Matty Warburton. Um, I've been speaking. I spoke with Matty after the game, so I'm at training tonight. He's a guy who's got his bounce back. Um, struggled in the opening stages of the season. Was left out of the squad for a long time, couldn't get back into it. Whereas now he's got his goal, he's hungry, he's looking for more, bouncing off the lads in training. He's a guy who is finding his form again. Last season, 20 goals, was it from a number 10 position? Looked fantastic. He's going to have his eye on that league game. He told me in the interview after the game, um, he wants a league game away. He's got it. So now it's up to him to keep that place in the squad, and I think he's going to look to take no prisoners. Non-Eaton, Chorley, Curzon, he'll want to make a big impression in those games. Make a big difference to the side if he's got his mojo back. 
Yeah. Um, so that's the football chat, but big announcement on the event. This is something I have been waiting for ages to say. Every uh, week I've been saying, can we talk about the, the, <laughs> the event? Can we talk about the event? No. No, we've not been allowed to because of me. But um, we are we are now delighted to announce. How delighted are we, Martin? We are over the moon. Over the moon. 10 out of 10 delighted to say, on the 8th of December, after the game against Chester at home, there is going to be a Legends, uh, a legends evening at the Spitting Top. Uh, where you can join the likes of Jim Gannon, Mike Flynn, Peter Ward, Alan Lord and more uh, with a Q&A session uh, where we're going to talk over things like Wembley, the 90s, the FA Cup, the Coca-Cola Cup run, um, Danny Begara, all these memories we're going to address in one evening on the stage, have a couple of beers with the guys, take, fan, take questions from the fans in the crowd um, and it's all going to be in association with The Spinning Top and this podcast. I can't wait for it. No, I can't wait. That's going to be a fantastic night. It's free. It's free. Totally free. First come, first served. The beer's not free. The beer's not free, sadly. But I think when you look at that lineup, it happily, you know, take a couple of beers because you you get in questions with them. You know what those guys are like. They'll mingle afterwards. You're getting your selfies. It's going to be a really good night. Shall we say the entry fee is you have to buy me or you a beer? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. To cut, so everyone's welcome. But you have to buy me or Martin a beer. Yeah, and we'll be suitably dressed. We'll, you, you won't be able to miss us that evening. So you won't be able to say, I didn't know who you were, lads. <laughs> you know, you, there will be a way that we can get some beers down our We'd necks. better not tell the spinning top we're going to do this because <laughs> they're making a poster for this evening. Oh, are they? Oh, <laughs> yeah, but if people are buying us drinks, then they, they're selling even more beer. So oh, everyone, yeah. everyone's Everybody winner. wins. Yeah, everybody wins. But, the, I mean, let, let, let's not dance around the issue, though. Let, let's get this in your calendars now. The 8th of December... Uh, is really something special for me as a county fan to see Jim Gannon, Mike Flynn. I mean, we we've been really lucky that Jim Gannon is in the dugout. You know, and people, you know, we can speak about on the pitch. Oh, well, it's not going so well, and blah blah blah. But when you take all the, the what's going on at the moment, in fact, we are in a bit of a positive spell at the moment. But just take off uh, on the pitch stuff away for the moment. The guy's a club legend. You know, you look at his days as a player. Look at what he's done as a manager. You've got him alongside Mike Flynn on the same stage. Uh, Peter Ward's coming down. Alan Lord's going to be there, so we can take questions on Wembley. You know, the the dream team, if you like, of Jim Gannon, Peter Ward, and Alan Lord. We might even have a couple of players from the Wembley squad on that day as well. Um, I I urge county fans to come on down. It's going to be such a special day, and it's going to be a, a quite a fairly regular thing. We're going to do two or three of these event they won't always be legends events but it's part of our sponsorship deal with the spinning top that uh, we'll be creating these events so watch this space i can't wait for it shall we before we go uh, play a very special word to the show from blossoms yeah you did you you uh, you know you did a very professional interview with them and then you you had a few pints with them and, and luckily <laughs> you, you told me you've got a really good ident from them uh yeah well i say really good ident um I, it's come to my attention that people under the age of 18 may be listening to this show. So, mums and dads, fear not. Uh, a bleeper machine is at hand. Oh, great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Joe from Blossoms, you tell me that you listen to the show. Chris Ridgway, he f- knows it. <laughs> I listen to the County Live podcast. Yeah. I do all right. <laughs> listen, listen to it. Don't be a d- 